Bean and Sharon. Welcome to the program. Welcome along to the program. Tell you how you can win $30,000 today. It's very oh, exciting. The only radio show giving you $30,000. In the world. There, well, might be, there might be other shows out there giving away 60000 but we're the only ones doing 30000 Oh, yeah! Thanks to Hallisone Brothers, we'll tell you how you can win $30,000. So simple, too. Also got tickets to the weekend to give away, too. Join us just after 4 o'clock. That's Weekend That's- the Artist, not next weekend in five days. <laughs> <laughs> Expect more of those hot fire jobs between now oh, and geez. 7 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. We started so well with a $30,000 thing, and then we ended there. How oh, have we ended on. up here? How have we ended up okay, here? Okay, okay. Well, do you know what? In the office earlier... Dan, the producer, made one of the most outrageous claims that I have ever heard. Oh, you said this this, this came to insults it was, and below-the-belt comments. It got very personal in, okay. the, in the office, and we're going to bring it to you for the 3 p.m. pointless argument because he is on drugs if he thinks this is true. I, do, I tend to agree with him. Oh, my God. Do you agree with Dan? Yeah. yeah, you're, yeah. I'm just scared to be the opposite to Sharon, so I'm going to agree with her. Well, honestly, <laughs> I... I will eat Jono's hat if I'm wrong. Okay, we'll get to that next. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Christmas not too far away. Everywhere you go, the Christmas decorations are starting to get put up. Yeah, now I uh, am a big fan of a long lead into Christmas. You two, not so much. You won't be enjoying seeing the tinsel and the, the uh, tacky spray-painted things <laughs> on the dairies. I like those ones, eh? They just get like oh. stencil and it's just like a couple of shoddy-looking reindeer. It's, 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 well, my birthday's on Christmas Eve, so it just makes the build-up to my birthday even longer when they start doing Christmas in September. That's an inconvenient place, eh? No. Yeah. Anyway, no, I'll, have a, I'll have a word to uh, Marianne. But over that. the weekend, yeah. I actually got I got into the Christmas spirit and watched both the Home Alone movies set at Christmas time. A lot of plot holes in those movies. Though. Of pl- I mean, child youth and family services should have been called on <laughs> Kevin's parents. Oh. I don't know. Are what... they worse than Liam Neeson from Taken movies? That's what I was trying to work out. Which both, are the worst parents? Both bad examples of parenting. <laughs> See, I could talk about Home Alone all day, guys, but there is a Christmas movie that is currently the biggest Christmas movie in the world. It is the most mo- the most played movie on Christmas channels in the world every year on the 25th of December. So this leads into our pointless argument today, our 3pm pointless argument. Producer Dan and Sharon have been going at it in the office. We walked into a very oh, arguing, yes. we haven't been going hostile at it. environment today. <laughs> oh, well, he claims, this is the guy also that claims that uh, nobody likes or remembers the TV show Friends. He now claims... <laughs> I, I, irrelevant. This, this leads it's irrelevant. Out of he now claims... <laughs> I never said that! That <laughs> not one person under the age of 15 would know what the most popular Christmas movie in the world Love Actually is. Let me defend myself, okay? I love Love Actually. It's mm. one of my favourite movies. Mm. But what I'm saying, Sharon, is there's kids out there, 15-year-olds, that would, or people under 15, that it's like, tw- it's like a 20-year-old movie. It's not, it's not 20 years old. Google it. It nearly is. It's not 20 years so old. I would tend to agree with but you, But it's the same as people under 15 would know what Home Alone is, but they all know what Home Alone is. My niece watches Love but Actually t- every Christmas, and she's only 12. Yeah, there's some exceptions to the rule. Can I'm I saying said, that? No, your quote was, not one person I under am- 15 would know what the no, movie Love Actually was. we're going to get someone was. under 15. Can I just jump in here? Can I just say, this is better than the time that Dan <laughs> said Lady Gaga was a whinger <laughs> for complaining about having... <laughs> she had a chronic pain disorder. <laughs> I would go along to say that it's an adult movie though it's a great movie it gets me crying every time I watch yeah, it every Christmas but it's not anymore okay. oh, it's wait, not anymore it's a tradition you've said not one person under the age well, of 15 would know what love up. actually is yeah. that's what he said that was his claim the 3 p.m. pointless argument can we find three people under the age of 15 who know the movie love actually that's what we want to know Dad's Logan do you know what it is um, I don't. Yeah. Oh, what are Doesn't you, surprise me, Logan. <laughs> How old are you, Logan? I'm 15. 15, okay. Just don't right sound like you're 15 to me, Logan. <laughs> None from Sounds one. Sounds like somebody's put it up there. <laughs> None from one. Adrian? 
Hi. Um, I've never heard of this movie before. How old are you? <laughs> 18. You're not even in the bloody end of the thing. You're in the under 15. You're in the target demo here, mate. This is bullshit. 15 and under. I knew I should have answered the calls. That's even worse if he's older. Ashley, what do you think? Um, Me and my brother, I'm 17, he's 16, and we've watched it. You're not under 15. Oh, no, you have. You've watched it? Okay, good. You're on your side, Sharon. She's on your side. She's out of the bracket. You're out of the bracket, but you know what it is. Yeah, like, my brother's we started watching when he was 10. See? See, Dad? Okay, yeah, but that's because he had influence from an older sibling. I no. never said there was older siblings involved. Kathy? Oh. I'm 22 and I've never heard of it. Yes! What? Where have you been? <laughs> She's been doing kids stuff. Like, no kids watch Love well, Actually. Sharon, don't get angry at Kathy. Kathy's done nothing wrong. People are saying they've seen it. I'm angry about this now. The world is not wrong. And Dan answered the call, so I think this is real. I answered I answer So there Kathy. we go. People under okay, 16 well, don't know that movie. I can't wait for tomorrow when we, when we, things do, when we do the phone topic that nobody watches Friends anymore. Oh, jeez. It's going to be a long, say, long afternoon. Can I just say one more? I'll say oh, one no, more. Please don't. Please don't. No, I'm over it now. <laughs> Have you? Do you know the movie Love Actually and are you under 15? Yes, I am 15. See? Of course I know the See? movie. There's one. No, there's two. Not Kathy, but Ashley. Stop it now. Stop it now. And all the text messages. I'm playing the United Nations here. See what happened when I answer, when we answer the phones and not Dan. We finally got some yeses. It's like North Korea and America all in the studio. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. And ready to blow. Jono Ben and Shannon, $30,000. Ultimate cash cannon. We are loading up some cash cannons with $30,000 and letting them loose somewhere in New Zealand, all thanks to our mates at Helenstein Brothers, the home of the high-performance suit. So there's been a little bit of a contentious issue that has been raised in a meeting pre-the radio show. Now, I thought we were all on board with... uh, me jumping out of a plane with a cannon, firing off the cash over the skies of the winning city or town where you can register your town at theedge.co.nz. I, I, I don't know how you thought that that was all I thought legit. we were all on board. No, I thought because... you guys were nodding your head as I spoke about this in the past. No. I thought this was a unified thing. Okay. That this was what's happening. So what's your idea? Like, Pitch it to us one more time. So you come out of a plane. So you're, you're skydiving. I'm skydiving. I'm strapped to another professional skydiver. Tandem. Yep. Tandem. I'm holding a cannon in my hand. See, first first problem. Look like a terrorist. Yeah, okay. You can't jump out of a plane with a cannon. I'm not holding a cannon in my hands. <laughs> okay. okay, so now what are you, how are you holding, I was holding a the cannon money? in my hands? I didn't say how are you holding, holding the money then? So you've got $30,000 on you. Okay, I'm holding the money in one of our bum-bum bags. <laughs> okay. You can't put $30,000 in there. Well, we've got 30000 of them. You can put a dollar in each one. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, Goodness you see, put them in the bum-bum bag, and then as you... As I, as, as I skydive gracefully over the uh, town, winning town or city, yeah. sprinkle the cash over a public park, field or stadium, mm. TBC, Yeah. on the floor, on the grass. <laughs> I'm not making this up as I go along. Yeah. There's 20 grids... Which winners all stand in and wait for the cash to rain down evenly into all the squares. But what if you, like, knock someone out in the square? Because, like, you know when you come out of the bottom of a skydive, it's like you're, you're running. Mm, yeah. I mean, there's going to be casualties. <laughs> no, there has to be casualties. Well, no, about we're not doing a promotion where there's going to be there's casualties. Got to be any there's casualties. Got to be casualties. There's no. got to be casualties. No. It's, like, it's like married at first sight. There were casualties. Yeah, but not in that way. Who's the Britain angel in this situation? <laughs> I mean, what, what price you, you and me, Sharon. Oh. I, we're not so going to... skydive down. I don't mind your 20, like, like nice okay. little squares. Skydive down, render 20 to 25 people unconscious. We will accept the, twi- the grid of 20 people 
on the ground. And can we have some other but people what? standing around the outside? So if, that, if the cash doesn't land in the square, that's yes. like a free for all. Yep, hey, fair, that's fine. Okay. And then we can practice the skydive. Okay, yeah. What? Tell you what we'll do. We'll go skydiving this week. Yeah. I'll give it a practice. Okay. With some monopoly money. Right. Okay. okay. And we'll do a test run. Sharon and I will stand where the, the square area would be. I would be. love to watch you and do I'll that. And pro- I'll prove to you the, my skydiving theory. Okay? If it doesn't work, I'll fall on my sword or maybe plummet to the ground. Well, there'll be casualties, yeah. <laughs> there'll be, be casualties. <laughs> but the moral of the story is we'll give away $30,000 somehow, whether Jono is dead or alive. Yeah. Okay, and if that's, you want that's it, the commitment I have to this promotion. If you want it to be your town or city, head to the edge.co.nz or your local Hellenstein Brothers store to enter, and we'll come to the city or town that gets the most votes to give $30,000 away. Maybe not. Can't believe I have to prove myself to my mates. They're not what? even just going to roll well, with me. That's a pretty mad dog idea. It's, it's, a, cra- it's a crazy idea. It sounds Showering like- cash all over a town or city. What's so mad dog about that? Well, tell us what's Imagine, okay, here. Yeah. Okay. Imagine I was starting a chocolate factory and I invited some kids in. Hmm? <laughs> what I'm saying is Willy Wonka, John O'Prior, visionaries. Okay, all right. Okay. John Ben and Sharon. The edge. Sharon, you think you're psychic? Well, I, I don't know if I am, but I think that possibly I've had a psychic moment and I there's only one way to find a out. premonition, basically. Yeah, it's really weird because I've had like weird dreams before mm-hmm. and you'll laugh at me, but I've predicted some deaths in my family before. Well, whose deaths have you well, predicted? I don't know if I'm laughing at this. this Give us your pretty... stats. Give us your, your stats. Um, do I have... Well... Give us your figures. Well, four people? You've predicted really? four deaths. I've had this weird... Th- well, kind of. I have this weird thing and it could just be coincidence where I have a baby... And then I pick the baby up and the baby looks me straight in the eye. And then within a week of that happening, the person that I've known that's died has had that exact colour of, like it's been the exact eye colour. Does the baby, oh. does the baby talk? No, like it literally just stare at each other for about 10 seconds and then I always wake up real startled. And it's it happened like with, yeah, it's, it's oh, the so exact eyes. I don't know, it's weird. It could just be coincidence, but I've always been like, maybe I'm a little bit psychic. Well, what about the sexy dreams you have about Dean who works here at the edge? <laughs> I've never had a sexy dream. Yes, you have. No, you said. You said. No, I haven't. And then you can't look you him in the eye the next day. You, can't, you come to work and you can't look him in the eye. That's what you tell us. You guys say this We're every... We're now to talk about it if you want. No, you guys have done this to me before. And you wind me up and I've never had a sexy Hopefully dream you, about Dean. Hopefully you haven't looked at his hazel eyes. No. Hopefully he's not going anywhere. He's too hot to die. I haven't had a sex dream about Dean. You guys do this to me all the time. It's not Okay, no, we're making it up. Okay. Why would we make something like that up? Though? I don't know why we do that, but anyway. <laughs> well, for the purpose of this sound, conversation, now you're we're it sound like it up. I'm making it up. <laughs> I have. <laughs> why would you make up an elaborate story like that? I don't know, I'm sorry. It seems like an unusual no, story to make up, but you did it. I'm sorry, it's all on me. Well, why don't we talk about how Ben had a sex dream about JJ? <laughs> she's trying to figure back to, on us. See, that's what. I never had the dream, you never had the dream anyway. It's not fun when people make up dreams that you've had. That's right, stop making it up. Making yeah. things up. Anyway, sorry, okay. anyway, so I had a dream. Not about Dean. <laughs> I said. Um, I had a dream. Not about Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wasn't about Dean. <laughs> I have no idea. Dean. Now yeah. Dean's walking past. Oh, it's really is. awkward. Hi, uh, Dean. No, go, 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 go. Okay. He's leaving in disgust. So I had a dream on Saturday night, and I sent this email to myself at 2.23 a.m. Okay. 
I had a dream that I had to go get Jono some beer and he gave me his FPOS card. Oh, I don't want to be part of these dreams, <laughs> mate. We're purely professional. So you gave me your FPOS card. It sounds legit. No, yeah. And you gave me your PIN number and I've written down the PIN number at 2.23am and I want to know if this is actually your PIN number because if it is, then I'm psychic. Okay, oh, well, wow. okay so Tell us, is, please be honest because I know uh, you probably don't want to give out your PIN Okay, PIN should I give it to you? Should I turn the mic off? No, I'll just change my PIN. No, okay. I'll, t- I'll just turn the mic off. You might get mugged all the way home. No, I'll just change the PIN. Okay. I can change it at work. It's the internet, mate. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Internet okay, okay. banking, it's amazing. Is your PIN number mm. 9753? Mm. No. Oh. But, but, no, but, <laughs> you have, no, no, here, listen. You are. Well, you have all the numbers, just not in the right order. Actual? The actual. Really? Are yeah. you lying for radio drama? No. No way! Yeah, you got the numbers, just not in the right order. Oh, my God, maybe I am going to have C15. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I've never seen you imagine. Ever, 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 I'm joking. Unusual story to make up, Ben. Jono, Ben, and Sharon. The itch. Jono, you were just telling us over the weekend you did something that I was you're like, You're judging. What? You're getting your judgy yeah. pants oh, on. You, you put on your judgy chinos, haven't you? You, you? you do gross <laughs> stuff all the time, but I feel like this is the foulest thing that I've heard you do. Sharon's got her judgy active wear pants on. <laughs> <laughs> so looking at my butt. <laughs> so what, explain what you did. Okay, so, so I reheated... Four-day-old Chinese food. So this is takeaways you got on Thursday night. Yeah, well, so, that, so I didn't eat them on Thursday night. I was doing something else, but someone had ordered them. They left them in the fridge, and then I reheated them and ate them. I went through the full process <laughs> of not putting them in the microwave. and then. You know, so what's, what sort of things have we got in there? Oh, sweet sour pork. Yes. Combination fried rice. So it's lovely dishes. Lovely dishes. Steak chow. You're a big fan of steak chow? I love steak chow, oh, I love yeah, steak yeah. chow as well. Steak back, black beans, lovely too. You're but such a f- food bogan though, though. <laughs> yeah. I reckon that you only ate like little bits of it. <laughs> sure, I've been to have. China. I've been to fancy Chinese with you and all you ate was the soup. <laughs> and the crispy noodles. I love and the crispy noodles. Just a side of crispy noodles. If you guys know what it is by sight, he will not eat it. I only eat the crispy bits of the so wontons. So no chicken in there though? So that's no the, chicken. So yeah, but even pork's bad. Uh, yeah. Oh, listen, this, this is a guy. Coming from a guy, don't you bloody throw... Throw hammed in glass houses, mate. <laughs> you went to the, he went to a Warriors corporate box. Mm. was so tight that he took the ham home, the leg of ham. How long did you feast on that? Feed oh, your family on well, that? Ham lasts, though, doesn't it? Yeah, ham lasts longer than a Chinese takeaway. Damn, I'm still eating last Christmas's Christmas yeah. ham. See, I'm no, still chipping through that. I'm were, still eating my Christmas cake my mum made from 22 years ago. It just sounds like <laughs> that you ate, like, roulette. Yeah. Like, you could have got Campylobacter or what, whatever from that. That's disgusting. I have given myself Campylobacter previously from yeah. cooking chicken on the barbecue, which apparently... I went to the doctor. You never do. Never cook chicken oh, on the really? barbecue. Well, the plate doesn't get hot enough to kill the bacteria in the mm. chicken. Never. You're, you're gambling with your own life if you do that, no, apparently. Okay. Well, it's a horrible thing, Campbell. Heading yeah. into summer, a bit of a barbecue tip from your old mate, James. <laughs> to be honest, you're gambling if you're getting John to cook anything yeah, on a barbecue true. for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never get a drunk person to barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Medium rare chicken? Like, oh, maybe not. Okay, 0800 The Edge. Try and, uh, let's try and outdo me. I'm sure there's people in Dunedin calling me soft for, <laughs> for bragging about eating four-day-old Chinese. What is the oldest bit of food you've eaten? Oh. The longest time between... It arriving oh, in your not house. That's a good thing. We don't want to hear these stories. I kind of want to hear them because I want to be grossed out, but I'm also disappointed in anyone that calls. Ricardo, who I used to work with. Oh, there we go. Don't use him as an example. Imagine what Ricardo looks like. It's what Ricardo looks like, okay? Yeah. Lovely guy. He used to bring to work pizza that he ordered from Pizza Hut seven days previously. Yeah, but his stomach is literally made of metal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, he, nothing is going to give him food poisoning. He could eat a raw chicken and it would go through <laughs> fine. <laughs> I don't know the edge was the oldest 
hottest thing you've eaten. We'll get to those calls next. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The itch. I'm getting lambasted. Is that a word? Oh, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard it for it's a long a time. It's a lovely word. Getting lambasted. Google it, Ben, see if it means anything. <laughs> I like how I'm like, taking the minutes for this thing. Okay. <laughs> getting lambasted for reheating and eating four-day-old Chinese. Lambasted. Uh, Criticised, yeah, yeah. Criticised harshly. harshly. Mm. It's, it's very, the... very good term. You are getting lambasted. Yeah, I'm getting lambasted by my colleagues here. I'm uh, chastising you. That's a good one. Chastising me. Bullying. <laughs> We're condemning him. Right, yeah. I feel like Ben has just discovered the thesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> so you ate four-day-old Chinese food. You've lived to tell the tale. Yep. You're, cool. You're saying it's too long. What is your appropriate duration for eating? I would have thought 24 hours for takeaway Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought that wasn't long enough. Although someone's 603-343 saying they ate a lamb soup bone from 1997. That's a long time. Ago. <laughs> 97. Just recently. I, I don't know. That's what they said. In 97 or when? No, from 97, he said. So he must have frozen it. Surely. Surely, wow. surely. It might have just been festering on his front lawn. I feel like we're only going to get dudes that will call up for this, but uh, Hamish, welcome to the show. What is the oldest thing you've eaten? Um, it's something that I'm actually still eating. Oh, okay, what is it? Um, a giant Easter bunny that my mate got me for Easter. It's from April, so chocolate doesn't really go off, though, so it should be all right. Um, it's a funny light brown colour now. Seven months old. Seven months. Is it still tasting all right? Yeah, it still tastes awesome. You what, must what be you... eating it like a mouse, because it must, or it must be a very big bunny. Oh, it's, it's a football, so... A football-sized Easter bunny. That's yeah, that crazy. Does, doesn't chocolate start to turn white, though? If yeah, that's ever... what he's saying. It's getting to that point. It's going to that light brown colour. Well, you're still fighting through it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I can't throw stones. No, you can't. I can't. Good on you, Hamish. Thank you so much. Waste not, want not. Hey, Kev, welcome to the show. What is the oldest thing you've eaten? Uh, trifle. Been in the fridge for three and a half weeks. It was way at the back on the bottom shelf. Oh, Kev, how did that go for you? I just scooped the cream off. I put new cream on it. It was nice. Oh, <laughs> we're going harangue, to harangue him over there. Salvish, yes. Oh. Ben, please stop. Stop scolding him. Stop uh, reading the thesaurus. Reprimand, I'll use that one. A text at 3343. I ate a quarter pounder three weeks after I got it. Didn't even reheat it. No, I'm berating That's him over gross. that one. You know, at McDonald's, there was a test done on... Um, don't look, Sharon's looking at me with very wide eyes. I'm like, oh, God. You like McDonald's, don't you? I love McDonald's. There was a test done. They left a Big Mac for like... Uh, I think it was seven or eight months. I'm making up times oh, now. Geez, I don't think you should be making up things. But uh, anyway, they left it for an extraordinary amount of time. Wasn't did it not a cheeseburger? Did not chat. Might have been a cheeseburger. Oh, you don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> so that's not going. If you go go in and say something about a, a corporation <laughs> that may or may not spend money with, an, with this. Make sure you know this, yeah. this is the guy that will say that um, his friend did something uh, and it's like the most common urban legend of all yeah, time. Yeah, no, so you don't know what you're talking okay. about. So, okay, well, next time I take on Ronald McDonald and get my facts right. Right, yes, it turns out there's a whole lot of gross people like John Owen, but I am proud to say not one of them was a woman. I was just about to say, what does that... What <laughs> That speaks volumes. Okay. Does, that speaks volumes. What would you say there to that, Ben? <laughs> I'd, I'd say to say that's abominable. Please get me out of this. And Ben brought to you by the thesaurus.com. Yeah, it's, it's handy, guys. You just time a word and away you go. John Ben and Sharon. The itch. Now, over the weekend, uh, you might have seen this on uh, stuff.co.nz. John O'Prior got this show into trouble. We're not angry. We're just very, very disappointed because if there's one thing that Ben and I pride ourselves on, it is on having clean language mm. and being appropriate at all times. And, at all times. And Jonathan, 
You got us in trouble with the Broadcasting Standards Authority. I can't even remember saying this. Well, it was your voice. We listened back to it. It was clearly your voice saying <laughs> a W word that rhymes with banker. Yes, you were describing TVNZ, your rival channel, as the banker station. Mm. And that offended Why would I do people. that? I don't even know. <laughs> like like I, I just got, so I, pull, I go out there on the radio every day and I just abuse people. <laughs> I abuse callers. <laughs> I abuse opposition stations. I abuse... Which is weird because in, in, in real life, you, you know, you... He says way worse things. <laughs> He's just like three or four times. In real life, I get to abuse people on the street face to face. But the thing no, is, no, sorry, I, I don't remember saying it. And all I can say is, thank God the Broadcasting Standards Authority haven't heard half the things that have come out of Sharon Casey's. <laughs> Whoa, okay. It's true. It's true. There. Otherwise, we'd be getting a few more stuff headlines. Yeah, well, that won't happen. The worst but thing was it was there all weekend. Like it was on one of the top entertainment it stories, was. and I the comment section just kept mounting up. It's oh. like these oh. all be positive. They were quite positive. Like, <laughs> And then be in quotation marks be like, comedian. My favourite my favorite one was uh, when someone said you look like you had a terminal illness and then someone commented after that saying that um your career died a long time ago. Oh, <laughs> it's like the delightful people who comment on the stuff comment section. They're worse than ISIS. No, I don't I'm going to say. No, the stuff no. your next headline. Yeah, don't. Do you want another headline? Section, the stuff comment section is worse than ISIS. Do you want another complaint? No. Uh, we'll let them just do a story on the me saying that about the stuff comment no, section and then see what the comment section says. Learn your lesson. Is. We need to teach you a lesson. And uh, 800 The Edge. Worse than it. Oh, no, no, no. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Do you know what? It's not the commenters. It. It's the person that approves the comments. Yeah. <laughs> they're worse than how, how do you deal with someone who swears? Stop Stop talking. Oh, okay. oh you've talked enough. Shush, please, Jono. Okay, so everybody in their child was taught not to swear, encouraged not to swear by their parents. And if you did, then you got something. So it could be a swear jar. It could have been a soap in your mouth. In our family, we got the mustard. So if you got caught swearing, mum would put her finger in the dry mustard and then put her finger in your mouth and you'd get dry mustard, like the powder, all around your mouth. And it tasted disgusting and it was spicy and it was horrible. But you never swore in front of her, mm. ever. Mm. What did you guys get? Um, nothing, nothing quite as violent as that, Sharon. <laughs> uh, do you want to? Do you want me to call the authorities? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like. Mate, it was the nineties. It was acceptable back then. Well, you would have. You got mustard like on your tongue. Sound like you're a prisoner of war. <laughs> My parents loved me. <laughs> but I don't know what you can do these days. Everything's so PC. Oh, so PC got mad these days. <laughs> you can't jam bars of soap in your children's <laughs> mouth and make them eat toxic products. <laughs> what has gone wrong with the world? Ultimate swearing punishment for Jono since he swore at our show and got us in trouble with the bloody law. Well, I hate to besmirch the good name of this radio broadcast. <laughs> I know oh, we pr- pride ourselves on high standards. Oh, 800 The Edge or text us a 3343. What did your parents do to you when you got caught swearing? We're going to write them all down and combine them and give him the ultimate punishment tomorrow. Kyle, what did your parents do to you if you got caught swearing when you were a kid? Um, yes, they ever get the bar of soap. What sort of what sort of soup? Uh, what sort of soap should we do? Like a nice bar or like a flavored one? Like what's the worst? Yeah, I don't know. I reckon do a yuck flavoured one or something. Mm, that's a good idea. Okay, yeah. Kyle, thank yeah. you for that. Good, Kyle. Kirsty, welcome to the show. What was uh, your parents' punishment if you got caught swearing? My mum used to tap a bottle of Tabasco sauce into mine and my sister's mouth. Oh, oh. right. That done, Ben. That's good. Tabasco sauce. That's good. Oh, and was sh- it really bad? So bad. Now we can't have anything as bad as sweet chili. We broke a few. Wow. Okay, that is, is savage. Are all these parents in prison now? <laughs> yeah, this is just <laughs> awful stuff. Oh, hey. Hopefully they were arrested. All I said was the word that rhymes with banker. 
Like, yeah, I well, feel like these punishments. Probably won't are, do that one. Yeah. Probably won't do yeah. that one. Here's some texts of 3343 three, that have come through. Um, if I swore we would get chased and forced to eat wasabi, put that on the list. We can easily do that oh, one. I'm starting to regret this now. Um, <laughs> we get the wooden spoon. That was quite common in the in the late 80s, Present early 90s. Wooden spoon. It's a lovely thing. You can use well, it to stir dishes. Smack on the bum oh, with I the... Oh, uh, but okay. <laughs> oh, ben, you're on, you're on there now, mate. Uh, you're part of this abuse campaign. Oh, jeez. Uh, another one was instead of getting your mouth rinsed out with soap, we had to bite the bar of soap. Oh. So your teeth were caked in the soap, which or is pretty maybe, disgusting. Or maybe, seeing as you're an adult, we could ask you just not to do it again. And, uh, and, and the last... now, mate. You started this thing. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking one, it back, Sharon. Stop being a pussy, man. No, I'm taking it back. And the last one was uh, that you get your head flushed down the toilet for swearing. So I think what we've got to do is if we combine it, give us a list, because since you're going to pussy uh, out of this, Ben. So what have we got? Mustard powder, yes. bar of soap, yes. Tabasco sauce, wasabi, and toilet bowl. Really weird shopping list if toilet. you have right now, it looks like. Toilet flush while getting your butt smacked with a, with a wooden spoon. No, I've taken that off Back there. doing the spoon. What? Right. What do you mean? What are you taking that off for? Sharon Casey, this is all on you tomorrow, okay? I cannot wait to live out this fantasy of mine. <laughs> I've, now, I've now washed my hands with the bar okay. of soap. Now we're going to have another Broadcasting Standards Authority complaint. The uh, abuse, the rampant abuse of a beloved broadcaster. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to complain. Beloved broadcaster. Read the comments on that article and then you won't worry about that. You're definitely not beloved, mate. If the hated is a thing, then that is exactly what you are. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge.